Hey y'all, and welcome to Do the Kids Know. I'm Prakash. Over there is Kristen across my screen. Hey. <laughs> my silent partner, apparently. And uh, we're back to talk to you about race, media, pop culture, and those kinds of things in Canada. Um, so Neat. hey, Kristen. Hey, Prakash. Okay, so I know that you are a plant parent. I am. Um, I sounded I, really excited about that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now that I have like a big ass window. I'm like really trying to get into it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if you could tell they're me. They're doing well. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not sure you can see them all on the little zoom screen, but uh, yeah, they're. I can see most of them. They're coming along. So that brings me to our uh, intro question: If you were a houseplant, if your mood was a houseplant, <gasps> which houseplant would it be today? Talking specifically of my plants, I would be my money tree. Describe it for the audience. What does it look like? Is it thriving? Um, is it It yellowing? is thriving. That's, no. She is thriving. Um, she has four stems. Two of those stems are getting new branches closer to the bottom. Um, so that's why I would be her. She's got some new growth in places where I wouldn't think she would have new growth. So, okay. Oh, exciting. I love that. I, lo- I love new growth and unexpected places. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, money tree making some money moves. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. We like it. <laughs> Coming back to today's episode topic, we've noticed in our friend groups and with each other that we've been leaning really heavily into astrology and tarot and things of that nature. And we wanted yes. to talk about it. Um, so, today is September 28th. And we're asking Do the Kids Know? about tarot and astrology Woot. and uh an extension like other kinds of like mysticism practices Kristen, do you want to give the kids a brief overview of your personal relationship with esoterica with the mystique the occult <laughs> witchcraft um, <laughs> so my personal relationship with tarot astrology i think is going to be uh, very uninspiring so, I guess I've always known that I'm a Virgo as soon as I started paying attention to those things, but it didn't really mean anything until three or four years ago when I met a really, really awesome group of Black women, and we all collectively lean very heavily into astrology, and I am learning more and more about myself through them and through our beliefs every day actually it's quite interesting um also a little bit scary because sometimes i'd be doing some stuff and one of them will just be like see is because you have this this and this i'm like okay you can't predict <laughs> me in this way but also tell me why you predicted me in this like, way so that i can learn more like the nerve but also <laughs> please tell me more Yes, exactly. Um, so because of this group of friends, I am leaning more heavily into astrology. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then do you like dabble in any other kinds of um, these kinds of like mystic practices? Um, I don't, but if it happens around me, I'm down for it. I don't know how else to describe that. Like I personally don't know a lot about it, but I don't stop other people from doing it because I find it super interesting and I'm the annoying person who's like, I have questions about what you're doing right now but i also don't have enough of my own energy to do it myself does that make sense totally yeah yeah i think i'm in a pretty similar boat where i have some friends who are 
are like very into like the practice, like the like the habitual practices of like esotericism. So like this might include like doing various like moon rituals or like mm. seasonal cleansing practices. Oh, yeah, I do this. <laughs> I knew you did, which is why I was just like, <laughs> tell us, <laughs> expose. I expose myself. I mean, to be fair, I haven't done a moon ritual in a while. Oh, yay, pandemic. Um, <laughs> but I did do moon rituals um, as a form of like cleansing for me, but also a way to ground my experience and ground myself in my goals and what I want from my life in cycle with the moon, but just in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've also, I've done that when people have reminded me or like, Hey, let's do this together. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, chill. <laughs> but having been quite motivated to do it uh, on my own or to even just like monitor moon cycles or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as astrology goes, my sun sign is Aries, and I'm a Libra moon and Pisces rising. Uh, I never really paid a lot of attention to that uh, growing up, although grew up in a in a Hindu family. And so part of our religious worship is when we like go to the altar of of a god, you can basically ask the priest to give you a like personal blessing. And you do this by, like, writing your name and your sign on a piece of paper. Oh. Yeah. And then, so there are different names for them. So I never put in together that it was the same 12 constellations astrology in the Hindu practice as well as uh, Western astrology. So okay. what is Misha or Mesha in uh, in the Hindu faith that I grew up in is also Aries. And I was like, oh. Oh. Interesting. So this thing Interesting. that I, yeah, the thing I had grown up, you know, with my whole life that I never really, mm-hmm. really clued into. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's there. And I feel recently the show Indian Matchmaking has really made its way across <laughs> across our demographic. Everyone's been watching it. I haven't seen it though. Have, um, have you? No, <laughs> I have not. You need to tell me more about this show. The name has me intrigued. Oh, I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. It's um, it's like a reality series, docuseries, I guess, on Netflix that explores these various couples who are having these arranged marriages through this matchmaker. So are we following the same matchmaker as she arranges multiple couples? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's a premise. And so uh, in the matchmaking, astrology plays a significant role where Ooh. people, you know, want to make sure that their prospective partners are a good astrological match. Mm-hmm. And again, I haven't seen this just, I might be mischaracterizing it. It is on my list. I just haven't gotten there yet. And I know that there's a lot of critiques about the casteism, colorism, classism, things of that nature, which, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. very prevalent in yeah. India, in Indian culture. But again, bringing it back to my own personal relationship with astrology is that this idea of the needing to have a good match is like very relevant in my life. Because in fact, my mom broke off like a potential suitor situation because he was a bad astrological <sighs> match. What? Yeah, and then she was... <laughs> That's pretty cool. I know, she was, like, previously introduced to my dad, or, like, like someone had previously, like, brought up, like, the idea of my dad to her, but she was like, oh, Canada, not doing it. And then, they, <laughs> so then they never met, because my dad was already living here. And then, yeah, she got together with this other guy, bad match, broke it off, and then so a different person brought up my dad again, and she was like, who is this uh. fucking Canada person? <laughs> so they do the match, it's, like, a great match, so then she, like, decides to uh, to pursue it further, and... Here we are. Here uh, you are. 29 years later. That's 
pretty freaking cool, actually. Yeah, and so, like, my parents aren't, uh, you know, they're definitely not people who would have been <laughs> on Indian Matchmaker. Uh, uh, not not, not of, that high, of that high class, high caste. Uh, but this is, like, a very, like, pervasive thing in, uh, in Indian culture, like, including the diaspora. Like, my parents uh, are from Malaysia, so not even not even India, but that, that ritual has maintained. So I feel like there's always been this kind of, like, the mysticism part of the religion, like, aside from just the religious practice, but the culture of, of like, the universe, of the spiritual elements aside of just deities has always been there for me. Mm-hmm. And now that I have, like, the westernized English language in which to actually study this on my own time and in a way that makes more sense to me because I've never really connected a lot with uh, with the Hindu faith and those teachings. Yeah, has given me kind of like a renewed sense of understanding of my own culture and, uh, and my own identity. Uh, so I've been diving a little bit into astrology and tarot. I love that. Yeah, and I think it's been a very, I think it's been an effective tool for me as a way to like form a like meditative practice or like a self-discovery practice. Um, and just trying to like find ways to get in tune with myself. Like even if I like do a reading or read my horoscope, and now it's like this doesn't seem right. Even if it's not right, now I know I know now what I think is right. If that makes sense, like I'm yeah, learning definitely. even through like the incorrect readings or whatever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. So that's that's my little that's my little background. And so I thought it'd be fun to do kind of like a live reading. Yes, I love it. Let's do it. So I have this like, tarot card deck that my wonderful friends uh, Alex and Robin got me. Give it a little shuffle. And Kristen, do you have a question you want to ask maybe on behalf of the podcast? Uh, yes. Are you are you ready for my question? I'm ready. Okay. Where should we focus our energy in season two? The card I've drawn is the lovers. And um, so the deck I'm using isn't, it's probably not the standard deck that most people have seen. Uh, it's called... The Marigold Tarot deck. Um, we'll link it in the notes. Uh, it's really beautiful. Designed by this artist named Emrit Brar, based in BC. So the lovers, uh, it features two Punjabi brides, but they're like skeletons looking at each other, adorned in jewelry uh, and wearing silver chemises with the crescent moon in the background. Okay. As I said, I'm I'm like very much in the beginning stage, so I'm just gonna like read <laughs> the excerpt <laughs> from uh, from the companion guide, and then we can maybe like. Talk about it. Food for thought. Yeah, we can talk about it. So, according to this book, it says, The depiction of the lovers is in direct reference to the poetry of Sheikh Farid, who suggests that all people are brides to the divine in death. A bride in this context refers to the soul, which departs the earthly home for another. Both of the lovers are donned in silver kameez, and each wear a tika upon their forehead, typical of bridal jewelry. The pomegranate blossoms and the moon both symbolize femininity. The lovers express the act of navigating love and relationships, be they romantic, platonic, work partnerships, familial, or with the self. It implies clarity and, and honesty in one's values. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, especially since like this podcast is very much like uh, an equal partnership, like yeah, and very based on our our ability to communicate with one another and share ideas and lean upon one another. To me, it feels yeah. like we need to continue continue doing what we're doing. Yeah, well, I love you, Kristen. <laughs> oh. uh, so sweet, adorable. Quite liked that. Yeah. So I shared my astrological science being in Aries Sun, Libra Moon, Pisces Rising. I did not do that. Do you know what your <laughs> other signs are? I do. I am... I actually, I have a lot of Earth in my chart. Like, half my chart is Virgo. Um, so I'm a Virgo Sun. 
I am a Capricorn moon and I am a Sagittarius rising, which is just earth, earth, fire. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, looking at my my natal chart in entirety, I have very little earth. Um, Mm. I think I have like my Jupiter in Virgo and that's it. (laughs) But the rest of it's pretty balanced. I have a lot of uh, fire, air and water. So yeah, I am not balanced. I am... I am Earth. That's just... Yeah. <laughs> I'm everything but rooted to the ground. <laughs> I will be rooted for you. It's okay. Um, so maybe can you tell us a little bit more why uh, you have bonded with these Black women over a shared appreciation for astrology? Like, what has that brought to you in terms of, like, belonging to this group or building relationships? I think it kind of links back to what you were saying about finding identity. Like, yes... Um, leaning into astrology with this group has helped to build those friendships and made like solidified them. But I definitely feel like if I wasn't leaning into astrology, I would still be friends with them and we would still be close. We would still hang out and do all the things that we do. Um, astrology just adds another layer and actually a really funny layer sometimes because we'll be like chatting or we'll be doing something or somebody would be telling a story and we each react the way that we assume that we would because of our charts. It's really funny. (laughs) Um, It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy every time. But I think the reason that through this group, I have started to lean into this and adopt it into my own practices and adopt like moon rituals and like reading my chart and understanding where the stars are for me right now um, is because it does help me ground me. It helps my identity. It helps me have a better sense of self um, and what I want to focus on and where I want to put my energy and where I want to put my attention. Um, As grounded as I am and as earth as I am, I find that I can very easily get stuck in the thing Um, And astrology and moon rituals allow me to step out and see the big picture without being overwhelmed by the big picture. Um, Yeah, so it's about identity for me. Speaking of identity, I know that you were raised in the church. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You would like to forget, but I won't let you. (laughs) Uh, No, I don't think that I could forget. I mean, no, I couldn't forget. So for me, like, I guess um, the cultural practice of of astrology and those implications were very much tied to my my religious identity and experience but for you that's the relationship between christianity and astrology is uh i would say a little bit more afraid what what relationship relationship? i mean one is witchcraft and one is uh exactly one is like an institutionalized religion or was at least uh and exactly yeah um i don't for context my family doesn't know the extent to which I'm leaning into astrology. And I think that that says it all. (laughs) I do mention it um, in, like, throwaway comments. So, like, I did this thing because of this, or this person reacted this way because I bet their sign is this. Um, Actually, the one time that I told my mom that I think she did something because she was a Sag, she just looked at me. (laughs) She She didn't comment, she didn't say anything, and we smoothly moved on. I mean, maybe not smoothly, because there was a bit of a, did you say what I think you said? But also, I'm not going to acknowledge that you said it. And then we moved on. Yeah, just um, just the eyes back and forth. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, my God, that one that one video of Diddy and that other dude <laughs> staring at each other. <laughs> oh, uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
uh, although it didn't last for as long as that video does. Oh my goodness. Yeah, they're not connected. But I also feel like I personally had a break from the religion that I grew up in solidly when I was 16. For a good few years before I had that break, I questioned why I was going questioned a lot of things and then they started to not and they being like the Sunday school teachers and the pastors started to not appreciate my questions uh that I had them and they weren't answering them um and then I realized they couldn't answer them and that was frustrating so yeah uh I broke away from my Christian upbringing (laughs) and I stopped going to church um even now I still believe that like there is something greater than us, but what that looks like, who knows? I don't know. That something greater than us could be literally anything or anyone. Hopefully it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that break made it easier for me to lean into astrology because it is still a belief system, but it's a belief system that I understand um, that actually the more I look into it, it's not the more confused I get, you know? Like, looking into Christianity, the more I looked into it, the more confused I got. (laughs) That just didn't make sense to me. But the more I look into astrology, the more things make sense. I think I really appreciate, uh, at least even, like, you know, specifically the kind of, like, the Western construction of astrology as an interesting, like, break, as you said, from the Judeo-Christian tradition, which has, like, kind of, like, a monotheistic entity as the the divine yeah. whose, whose rules you're following. And obviously that, that belief system works for a lot of people. I think depending on the community, how it's interpreted and how it's connected upon, religious communities do a lot of the good for a lot of people. Yes. But for maybe individuals like, uh, like yourself who feel like they're unable to express themselves or ask questions or you know, really be able to, like, tease apart, like, what they're being taught. Yeah. Like, why why can't I ask you questions? I don't... Shouldn't I be trying to find out more? I don't... What? Yeah, and then when that's the case, the structures fall apart very quickly, right? Um, the idea to answer to someone else. But what astrology allows is, like, how you said, the universe is out there, everything has meaning, and it's a way for you to, like, tease apart your own kind of situation, uh, within like a larger mm-hmm. universal network. It's it's easier to find yourself in astrology and find your meaning and find out what things mean for you, I find, um, with my Christian upbringing than it was with Christianity. Like everything in Christianity led back to, I need to be good for Jesus. I need to be good for God. I need to be good or God won't let me in heaven. Whereas like now it's like, I need to be good because I think being good is what I want you know mm-hmm. like it's it's different I don't need to be good for someone else I'm being good for me yeah when you're trying to figure out okay like what are the what are the best ways for me specifically to let's say be a good community member right you can like exactly search for like the house that like rules community you see what planets yeah. you have there and you like work your way backwards to see how like you can be your best self but then often like a religious structure might just be a kid do community service you know like flat out but then you know, your own individualized uh, experience or personality might suggest you to, like, you know, do that in a different way. Like Exactly. Um, so I really like kind of, like, the personalization and the individualization that astrology offers, like, so you can see mm-hmm. your uniqueness, you know, within this world of, like, however many billion people. And also what you said before, too, like, how it gives you, like, this, like, language to express yourself, to find your identity. I think I've seen this, yeah. like, you know, really take off uh, within queer spaces, queer culture. Oh, okay. Bringing it back to <laughs> bringing it back to online dating and that nonsense. Um, oh, 
But uh, you know, I, <laughs> I as as a queer individual who sometimes frequency spaces, I often see people put their sign, sun sign or multiple signs in their bios, and okay. not that I personally would be like, oh, swipe left on you know Scorpios because I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I. I, th- I think it is interesting to have like a whole other like set of vernacular in which to describe ourselves. Like instead right. of being like, okay, I am someone who is like passionate, outgoing, active, whatever. I'm like, oh, I'm an Aries, or you know, it just like, like yeah. especially for queer people who for a long time, including now, often feel like the burden of being reduced to these labels like lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, etc., or like top, bottom, butch, femme, etc. This is a way to like, you know, find new language to express your personality that's outside of your gender or sexuality, which I think, I think that's great. Yeah. Although if you are a Scorpio, I might swipe left. Uh, <laughs> if you offered that information up right away. <laughs> I might have been burned a few times from Scorpios, even though they're a water sign. Mm, yeah. But... Yeah. And I'm sens- I mean, I understand that. They, uh, decisions are sometimes hard they they go with the flow but um sometimes i need you to be the rock not the water see i'm earth i don't know i'm earth i can't (laughs) okay i'm gonna preface the best in that we are like we're joking (laughs) like oh my god yes <laughs> like I, this because this is also what like what I like my personal belief. I think it's like I think it's all fun and games. Okay, I'm not actually out here like dictating my life based on what an astrologer said on like the New York Times. No, um, no, oh my god, no. <laughs> yeah, the same way. Uh, like you know, I'm not out here being like a religious fanatic. I mm-hmm. like I think these like you know whether it's tarot, whether it's astrology, whether it's like crystals, Reiki. Any of these other kinds of like non-traditional, non-Western originating practices. I think these can be effective tools to use in order to, yeah, like work on what we said, like think through self-expression, identity, if you want, if, like looking for a break from uh, religion, but seeking a kind of like spiritual practice that places you in the world with others. I think these are, are good guides. Um, I don't think it, it hurts necessarily to find more ways to get in touch with your inner dialogue. That was the end of the sentence. No, it didn't. I had nothing more to say. Um, you said, I, I think it's fun. I don't think any harm to be done. If you're like just starting out, or even if you are like uh, a more advanced uh, astrologer or tarot reader, that like there's always room for interpretation. You might misread things. Things might change over time. Like, don't feel that you are confined by the cards you drew that day or like by what your chart says there's always room for interpretation and you can you know like yeah. if you identify with your science like fuck it it's fine like you know you can read deeper into your chart or you can you know just like be like you know that's cute not for me and that's totally valid if you yeah. hate it that's cool we can still be friends yeah if you're scorpio we can still be friends too <laughs> <laughs> just to bring the joke back um i think that that's another reason why I lean into the things that I do in this way because it's for me anyway it's about non-judgment do what works for you in a way that I didn't feel that growing up it was do what works for us as we determine what works for you and I hated that um Mm. this is all more like individually led do what works for you you can do it you could not do it it doesn't 
matter to anybody other than you. Totally. Um, I'm going to plug this book that I just read. Chinny Nicholas says, You Were Born for This. It is like very like much like a beginner's guide to astrology. Um, oh, cute. I like it. Yeah, you can go I on. mean, <laughs> I'm co-signing it without having read it. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think it like really offers like the ways in which astrology can be like used as a tool to like figure out how am I like best spending my time or like how should I think about the ways to work on my for instance like familial relationships or my career and uh it just gives you like really specific reflection questions so that are like written in the book to ask yourself I think for someone who's like looking to find a way to have that deeper personal connection and you know, maybe like traditional therapy is either uh, inaccessible or unaffordable or unavailable. This might be like a another tool to use. Yeah, same thing with tarot. Like I've seen like even like YouTube videos of people doing tarot readings for the invisible viewer. And yeah, every so often I will like draw my own cards, see what they say, try to think about like how can I reflect on this as I move forward uh, in my day, or if I'm asking questions about my past. Like I know this about myself that I have like a lot of like childhood and like youth things I need to work through. But in the abundance of things, like I I often have trouble like picking out okay like what specifically should I like make my mission this week to work on. And drawing tarot is like a way for me to do that. So it really doesn't matter in my opinion like what the medium is as you know as long as you're doing something that you know serves you and that is not harmful to you or others to your others yeah and i think that this is a a pretty like low risk method which i think is also like partly why it has seen like an explosion in mm-hmm. an uptake in the last couple of years especially within poc and queer communities because we need that you know we have a lot to work yeah. through and this is like a pretty low cost way to do that and i support yeah. it yeah yeah definitely we'll leave some resources in the show notes um if you'd like to follow me on CoStar, <laughs> my my <laughs> at is at P-R-A-K-R-I-S. Uh, I would love to see um, how your charts look and mesh with mine. Um, I don't remember what my CoStar at is, but we'll put it in the show notes. Kristen's yours is at K-R-I-S-T-A-N-E. Mm. Yes, yes. So somebody in an email said, hi, whatever that is. It's like, that's not my name <laughs> Christine. I don't know <laughs> it's like that's oh, that's not my name <laughs> um yeah <laughs> and uh, I guess we will leave you with that and until the next time stay, stay in, in the, the know bye, bye. you can find us on these here internets at do the kids We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon, where we would love it if you could drop us a donation so other kids can stay in the know. Search the handle at DoTheKidsKnow. Have you got questions, comments, concerns? Email us at DoTheKidsKnow at gmail.com. And finally, please rate and review. That helps other kids stay in the know. I don't know why I keep mixing terror and astrology. Because terror is easy to say. Easier to say, exactly. (laughs) 